Welcome to the Live Free Real Estate Podcast, hosted by licensed realtors and investors, Jonathan Dempsey and Mike Eichler, where we teach you how to achieve financial freedom through real estate investing and other investing means by interviewing experts in the space and giving you real-life examples from regular everyday people on their journey to financial freedom. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Live Free Podcast. It has been a little bit since we did miss last week's episode, and today's episode was supposed to go out today. Um, It will go out tomorrow, though. Um, But we have some great, great news. Um, The 43 unit finally closed, and we're getting started. We have lots of stuff to do. JD, do you want to get us started with uh, a little bit something? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Even though the podcast here is a little bit overdue, that's because we have been hard at work here at Elements and All Seasons Poconos Resort. Uh, that's the official name, you guys. Um, you'll be able to check us out on Instagram at Stay Elements. And I am so excited to dive in uh, on everything that's been going on because we have been waiting way too many months for this project to start. And now we're just like sprinting out of the gate. And it's been awesome. Yeah, it's definitely been a long one in the making, but we're finally here. Um, everyone is super hype around here. The whole team is out here. Um, we're living actually in the cabins. Um, we're getting work done from the time we wake up, the time we go to bed, we are painting, we are digging fire pits, we are doing lots of work to get it done. Yeah, yeah, I think Mike paints an accurate picture here. We are (laughs) staying in two of the empty cabins that we have while we renovate the rest of them and uh, still working on our units while we're, we really just sleep there. So it doesn't really matter that we're there. Um, I sit in the office all day. It's a really sick tongue and groove building already. Um, I sit in there for 17 hours a day, put together lists of things to do, and then make sure everyone is doing them. Um, it's been really cool to manage, uh, to manage the renovations here. Uh, I found out that my guy, um, who we're using on part of the renovations, is only living two minutes down the street. He grew up here. So when I hit him up and I was like, hey, Luke, I, I need you to come do um, some new light fixtures today. I have some tongue groove for you to do. He's like, send me the address. And I was like, he was like, no way. I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> See the guy a minute later. This this guy can do pretty much anything and everything. Um, and if you need him to live next to your projects, apparently he does that too. Yeah, big shout out to the boy Luke. He brings all his friends too. He comes here. Um, and he, he really just gets it done, honestly. This guy, there's nothing that he can't do. I ask him all the time. I'm like, hey, um, we need to do this. Do you like know somebody? And he goes, oh, no, I, I know how to do that. I've done that before. Um, I can totally get it done. Um, pretty much everything he knows how to do. Um, he's even a realtor too, um, which is I think crazy. Every time I ask him things, he just knows it, which is absolutely wild. So, yeah, um, it's not it's not often you find a six six, uh, tall blonde guy that knows how to do literally everything. Yeah, literally um, they, everything. they just don't make them like that anymore. <laughs> but in all seriousness, it's it's been really cool to see everything going on here. We had a team of contractors lined up to do everything, and at closing day, um, just calling around, shooting some texts out to guys I know um, just to try to get the timeline a little bit faster on the project to ask for a little help here and there. I realized just it was like blowing a, a conch shell and everyone just assembled for us here. Uh, even the, the seller uh, himself, him and his sons do construction. And I asked him, I was just by chance, like, could you give me a quote on some bathrooms? He was like, oh, I'll do the bathrooms and you won't have to worry about it. The price is not going to be that bad. And it was very reasonable. And he's already halfway done three of the bathrooms. It's, it's crazy just to see like, uh, the culture of people we have around that just call you and ask you, what can I do today? I'll be there at eight o'clock. I'll be, uh, I'll be working all day. 
it's been really cool to just see those kind of people kind of flock to what we're doing and, and see the vision and what we have here. Oh, yeah. It's super awesome to have everybody come together. Um, it even snowed here the other day, and uh, the seller came out, and they, they plowed it, too. Um, they did charge us, probably, but they, they came out, salted, um, plowed it, and that was, yeah, it was, I just woke up to the whole place being plowed. It was <laughs> super amazing. Yeah, yeah. The snow only lands on the, the pretty parts of the property, and the parts where you don't want snow, it's gone. It's like <laughs> magic. Um, it does cost money, but we had that baked into the uh, the maintenance here, and everything's been really smooth with all of our long-term tenants so far. So we have 37 long-term tenants, um, I believe. 35 of them have already paid for the month and there are a couple that I was just texting to try to see like what's up um, If not, it looks like I'm gonna put my landlord hat on and go knock on some doors and we will uh, get those but the project is in a really good position we have the entire uh, monthly payment being covered by the rents um, we might be like at a thousand dollar shortage with how much vacancy we have but uh, I don't know many bird projects that you cover your payment while you're doing it and um, the renovation is going as fast as it was most most of the time I hear horror stories contractors take double triple as long as they say they're going to um, my guy said we're gonna go fast and boy do they go fast <laughs> yeah it's like Sonic just kind of came in here ran around and then just got it done it's it's absolutely incredible how fast these guys work and and really the quality of work they do too is is super amazing like I, I'm not too familiar with this stuff but I mean I've seen some houses before and the, the stuff is really good oh it's it's crazy um, I walk in in the morning just to see like what's what's set up what the plan for the day is to make sure everything's covered I walk back in hours later and the electrical's done there's new plumbing ran where it needs to go um, everything is just set where it needs to be and it's it's been incredible to watch yeah, and it totally helps that the guys doing um, some of the smaller cabins are, you know, the, the old sellers. So they already, like, know all the stuff. They've already came in and, and repatched the drywall before. They've already came in and redone the floor. So they're already familiar with what the unit looks like inside and out. So yeah, it's pretty easy. They know where all the, to... the plumbing is under the cabins. <laughs> they know where the electrical wires run. So it's it's in and out, zip, zip, um, really cool. And the, the Live Free team has been a huge help. Uh, some of our guys have been getting a lot of maintenance experience over in Philly. Um, before we headed up here and these guys are just making everything look like beautiful um, You I, I asked Gunnar what he can do. Uh, he's been doing a lot of our paint a lot of our spackle um, working on some trim Hardware like you name it. I mean we have guys here who can do stuff. So we just get the list out next day um, It's all done and we're on to the next piece of the project It's been really cool and I think we're gonna get these listings up here before January 1st. You heard it here first. We are going to get listed before January. Um, a phrase we have in this industry is pictures are pictures tomorrow. Are tomorrow. And that's like the siren and the red alert. If our group chat sees pictures are tomorrow in the chat, that means everyone assembles and make sure that the photographer is going to have an easy shoot. Absolutely. Yeah, we get it done. Um, like you said, huge shout out to the Live Free team and the Live Free with Gunner at Live Free with Gunner. Um, shout out to that guy. He's been crushing it, getting all the work done that we need. Yeah, and um, if you guys need him at some point for anything um, in the Poconos, maybe he'll trip back to Philly. Um, you guys can totally hit him up for help. Just he's mine until this project is over. <laughs> That's right. We need him. Don't take him yet. Um, let's talk a little bit. How do we even find this this forty three unit? Where did this Where did this pop out of the the woodworks from? Oh man, um, this one was crazy. So. As most of you guys listening probably have the same um, healthy, unhealthy addiction of late nights on Zillow and LoopNet, 
for those of you guys that don't know, LoopNet is more of like a commercial property version of Zillow where they put um, all, all types of stuff, warehouses, commercial buildings, apartments for rent. And late night one night, uh, my buddy Tyler, he found this place that was 43 units up in the Poconos, um, a bunch of cabins across 11 acres, as you guys know. And um, he showed it to me. And usually I'm kind of a, a jerk. And I say, not right now. I'm working. Don't a little bit show of a stickler, things. yeah. Um, I'm very protective of my time. But I was like, Tyler, not right now. Not right now. And then three hours later, I actually looked at what he sent me. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. Let me let me see what I can do here. Um but that's when it got crazy. So from the start, this has not been the easiest thing to close. And now that we've made it, we can look back and laugh. But uh, I started making some calls. The broker who had the listing got fired because he apparently took an offer and then it fell through and the sellers were not ups- not uh, not too happy. And I just couldn't get in contact with the sellers. There was no way for me to like even start to make offers or entertain this deal, ask questions. Um, so what I did was I sent, I was in Hawaii at the time. I sent the team up to get videos and pictures. They kind of like snuck onto the property <laughs> and were, were scouted out for me. They went into the main building where, uh, the apartment units are and they found a, a number for maintenance and they're like, yeah, dude, the, they're not here. They're not in the office. Like, I'm sorry. All there is is this maintenance flyer. So I just kept calling the number on the maintenance flyer until I got through to the seller negotiation started and the, the rest is kind of history we uh we struck up a deal yeah that's wild sometimes when you do that the hard work of the, the digging around um you know maybe sneaking into the property you know yeah maybe that maybe that happened maybe it didn't happen uh, at the end of the day it doesn't matter um somebody's got to do a little bit of that extra work um that, that other people really just aren't willing to do to uh to make the deal happen that's that's really all it comes down to yeah and when you see something that you're you're passionate about, you go for it. Like to me, eleven acres um, and forty three units for the four point three million dollar purchase price, a hundred thousand dollars per cabin with this much space in a prime location in the Poconos. Um, I'm going for that all day long. Uh, I've seen what smaller units do. I know that thirty five percent of Airbnb stays are two people or less. I know that way more than thirty five percent of houses on Airbnb in the Poconos are more than one bedroom. So. I was like, there's a supply demand issue here, and uh, we're gonna take advantage of it. Absolutely, and yeah, even if you just looked at like the, the original deal right away, um, I mean, you can just already notice a correlation um, I- irregularity between what the rates should be for the area um, for for the rentals and what they are at. Um, I mean, easily even just jumping in there right away and raising those rates is already gonna be uh, you know tremendous, um, as well as you know looking at these units as short-term rentals instead of just what their current use of of long-term rentals are. Um, and all that on top of renovating these and then changing them to short-term rentals, it just doesn't make sense to not go after a property like this, especially on top of all that, that it's resort zone land. Yeah, the resort zoning is, is really what captured my eye um, with regulation kind of flying around in all different areas. Um, it's just more important than ever to have that. And what I realized too is like it's an 8.6 cap um, as long-term and they haven't raised the rent in, in years. So if it's already an 8.6, how are we not going to blow that out of the water with the short-term stuff? And crazy enough, like the sellers meticulously maintain this property. Oh, it's it's wild how like good maintained everything is. Yeah, I mean, we didn't know at the time, but the, the sellers owning a construction company with three <laughs> sons that already know how to do way more than I know how to do from a renovation standpoint. Um, you can you just know this property is going to be upkept well, and they already renovated all of the apartment units since they purchased it so the stuff that we didn't have interest in really touching 
is already done and the stuff that we really wanted to work on did need some help <laughs> um the cabins and the motel units uh not all of them are in the greatest of shape and um some of them might even look better demoed but somehow these <laughs> things still rent for seven eight nine hundred dollars a month um so we'll we'll beat that i'm confident we'll beat that Oh, for sure. And I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with some of our Instagram stories um, and posts and YouTube videos and things like that. Um, you can see some of the work we started doing, um, you know, the painting of the cabinets, the, the new butcher blocks we just put in, um, the, the built-in stove we just put in, um, as well as, you know, all the furniture and all that really cool stuff, the board and batten that's currently getting worked on in one of the cabins. Um, all that stuff, just putting it together, seeing it through the beginning, the middle, and then almost towards the end now, it's, it's really coming together and I'm getting super excited about, like, how it's turning out so far. Yeah, and that's the, you plug away one one item at a time per day. Um, just putting new hard hardware on the cabinets after they already look sick just makes it sicker. Um, adding the the butcher block today was cool. Throwing the matte black sink. Um, we've got gold faucets, uh, gold and black faucets going on. Um, part of the extra butcher block we had is going to be floating shelves above the butcher block, so it'll all match. Um, plenty of space to to put some cups, plates, bowls. Like it's the aesthetic is there and. We got a retro mini fridge in. Uh, Mike said he is going to pick that mini fridge up out of our storage garage tonight Absolutely. and move it over to the unit. Um, nothing looks better under a butcher block than a Magic Chef retro fridge. That's right. And I'm going to do it right after this podcast, too. Walk over to the garage, pick it up, walk it right over. Or maybe at the van, it's kind of heavy. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, so where is this 43 unit even located? All right, um, for my Pocono folks, you guys will know this place. It is in Canadensis, um, right outside of Cresco, which is a little bit bigger of a region that most people might recognize. Um, for those of you who are like me, who growing up didn't go to the Poconos, but just knew that they were like a cool place, um, the simplest way to put where this is, is it's, it's in the Poconos. It's the heart <laughs> of the Poconos. Um, as most guests think, this, the way that I like to explain it is guests just know they want to go up to the mountains to where they can adventure, and they most likely are searching for the Poconos, when they type it into Airbnb for their search, they don't have a particular region all that often. Um, and this is there. This is definitely there. So you're 21 minutes from Kalahari, um, 20 minutes from Camelback for skiing. We have got the Skytop Lodge just up the street from us for zip lining and other outdoor adventure. Um, it's been been pretty cool living here and, and just being so close to everything you need. What else do we have, Mike? Uh, well, it's actually super amazing because you're only two hours from new york or from philadelphia so whichever one if you have family there or whatever and you all want to kind of meet up you all live in different states things like that you can all kind of just meet up in the middle of poconos you know um like i said you're two hours from new york two hours from philly um as well you're 40 minutes from jack frost and big boulder two of the biggest ski resorts in the poconos yeah yeah i mean the proximity to everything is is excellent and um a cool fun fact there were many resorts in this area um way back in the day this was like the place to be um because it's so central to everything in the poconos and then over time um the area kind of started to s slowly fall apart for the resorts um the area itself is still super sick there's restaurants to go to um the town is really cute there's there are things here um lots of really expensive houses it's a, it's a wealthy area um but the resorts some of them failed some of them converted to long-term rentals over time um, but now you're seeing a couple people buy up some of these old resorts and really turn them into something special again. So it'll be cool as there's more interest and more people start to, to get the area up. And obviously the Margaritaville is coming. Uh, you guys have heard me say that a million times. Um, but I'll say it again. They are building a $1.3 billion project 
And if you don't think that they're going to put marketing dollars um, out to New York City and Philly on why people need to visit the Poconos, um, we'll get a little lag effect on that. We'll get some of that action without putting any uh, extra dollars in. And they're putting the rail line system in. Um, the Poconos is seeing more development action than ever. Um, the Wawas are just freshly being built and with superchargers. Um, and there's just like an endless amount of commercial development going on up here. So once that rail line goes in with four stops uh, between locations in the Poconos and New York City, and people are going to be, get, be able to get out to all sorts of parts of the Poconos, um, better for us. Yeah, and it's, it's going to be super amazing to see how just the area of Canadensis and just, you know, all of the Poconos in general start to just raise with more and more people coming um, and visiting and even coming to, to live. Not, not many people do that, but coming just um, buying houses and things like that. Um, they're even expanding the, the main highway coming into the Poconos um, from two to three lanes um, just because they feel it's necessary for, you know, they, they say the, quote, future growth of the Poconos. They, need, they feel it's necessary to make it from two to three lanes. Um, so if that doesn't tell you anything, um, on top of the Margaritaville and the Wawas and all these other things coming to town, then then I don't know. Yeah, and I will warn you guys that construction on the roadways is not done yet. So don't all rush off to be here at one time. Um, <laughs> it still is only two lanes. Yes, yes. You might want to watch out for that. Um, but the construction is usually at nighttime, so you're good to come in the day. Um, okay, let's talk a little bit more about the 43. We kind of touched on it a little bit, but really it's 11 acres, resort zone land. It's super important. Um, and why is it important for resort zone land when we're doing short-term rentals? Yeah, so regulatory fears are kind of everywhere. You're seeing it happening in urban areas where you have to have a certain zoning to start renting. Um, and it kind of works the same way up here. Most most HOAs are going to be good. Um, they make a lot of money off the short-term rentals. This is a natural vacation area, so you'll be fine. Um, but in the event that anything ever were to happen up here where um, people wanted only resort zone places to be allowed for short-term rental, uh, we've got that designation for life. So that was a huge appeal for us. And the thing is with resort zone land, there are just many more things you can do with the land without permission. So the 43 units in Barrett Township, which is one of the most laxed um, and reasonable set of township uh, personnel in the Poconos region, um, so with that, you can start building more stuff, and that's something we're exploring. We'll go through some of our like crazy ideas for later, things that weren't in the renovation budget, but once everything is flowing smooth and the project is stabilized, refied, um, we can talk about these uh, further down the line visions. Uh, but we have a lot of opportunity here because we have pretty much seven acres that are not developed, but super cool and super ready to, to have some more action on them. Um, that we can do something with because we're resort zone. So the setback rules, um, all general building rules are just way smoother with what we're allowed to put on here by right. Yeah, it's just super huge to have that resort zone land. So we can just do whatever we want. Um, like you said, like just lax with the rules and we can just do a lot of stuff that we, we couldn't do before. Uh, otherwise, there's 11 units in the main building which were updated by the previous owners, which is super nice. They're probably just gonna stay mostly long-term. Um, as, but then otherwise, there's about 32 other little smaller cabins, one bedroom, um, mostly, some of them are two bedrooms, but mostly one bedroom cabin or motel units. Um, they're all mostly just going to get renovated and turn the short-term rentals. We're already doing that. Um, like we said before, you can check that out on the Instagrams of pretty much any of the Live Free members. They're all everywhere over there. They're, they're doing great work. Um, but do you want to talk a little bit about how we got the financing for this place? Yeah, Totally. Uh, so this project in particular, um, I think a lot of you guys out there might have a misconception that 
I'm just a big baller and I was able to buy this myself or our team bought it. Um, but what we did is we raised some money from friends and family to put in on the project. Um, they bought some equity and we used that to close um, and now renovate the project. Um, and the goal here is to refi out later. So we put down a significant amount of money. We ended up raising uh, $1.4 million for this project. Uh, it was a $4.3 million purchase. And after we're all finished with the renovations here, our goal with the $400,000 renovation budget is to get the value of the property, which by the way, appraised as is when we bought it for 4.675 million and we only paid 4.325. So we earned $350,000 in equity off the jump. Um, but we're hoping that that 400,000 with what we're doing and the income we're about to be able to start producing uh, is going to get us to a $5.8 million valuation. Um, as per the appraisal, it was worth 4.6 with $33,000 of rent coming in across 43 units. Uh, you guys can do the math, but that's well under $1,000 a unit. So even in a doomsday scenario, if worse comes to worse, I just renovate and put $400,000 across these units, that's over $10,000 of upgrades per unit. 15 of them we're not touching. So that's like 15 to $20,000 into 28 units. Um, there's no way we can't get the rents up to $1,000 a unit. There's... At bare minimum. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy to even think you can live somewhere for <laughs> $1,000 or less for your own spot. So um, we have high hopes uh, at $43,000. That would put us at pretty much like a $5.8 million valuation for the bank, Which at which point when we go to refi, we will be taking about half of our money out on the refi. Um, getting about 700,000 of our $1.4 million back. And then with the refi, our payment is going to be significantly low to the point where with a $30,000 payment, if we can be bringing in long, I was talking long-term earlier at like 43, would be ridiculous if we can't get. If we're bringing in $50,000 in net operating income and our payment is like 30,000, we're gonna be cash flowing 20,000 a month on this place. Um, yeah, that, and you heard me right, it's $20,000 a month. <laughs> That's, that's absolutely incredible. And that's not even thinking about doing like all the extra cool stuff we want to do and, and using even any of the woods, um, multiple acres of woods we have and doing any of that extra cool stuff um, or on top of anything like, let's say, like wood sales or even like the boring things like the laundry machine that we have out that, you know, our, our corn operating, things like that. Like that's not even counting any of that either, which is was absolutely incredible. It's counting literally none of the upsells or none of the cool savings we're going to get by having economies of scale here. Um, to be able to reduce the cleaning price because we have so many units being cleaned at one time. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see what we're going to hit. But if you think about it like this, right? So we have 43 units, and if let's say we want $50,000 net um, across all of them, that's a little over a $1,000 unit. Call up your friend, call up your grandmother, ask her if she knows any short-term rentals that net less than $1,000 a month. Um, I guarantee you she'll tell you that we're going to hit that number. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the overall plan for the 43 to make money is basically, let's do a little rundown. It's going to be renovate the smaller cabins. Um, over a, a six month period, we're gonna do about five to six at a time um, each month and sort of just get those done over time. Um, yep, just change all this STRs um, over the six month period and then refi to that new ARV after rehab and proof of STR income. So after you prove that STR income to the bank, um, we showed them what we've made over the last six months. Um, we refi it out. 
and probably pull out a lot of money and give most of it back to investors um, and maybe even put a little bit more into some extra cool stuff for the property and, and get more money out of it. Um, but how do we really plan to revamp the cabins from long-term rental to short-term rental? Yeah, so there's a lot of different things that we're doing on these cabins, and it's really cool that this, when we bought the property, there were six of them open for us to go work on, um, which is perfect because we still have that money coming in from the renters, um, and we can we can just work obviously fast, but we can take our time in the sense that we're going to do it right with the, the renovations here, and once we're done, then we can just move out a new set of tenants who are all on month-to-month -month leases in these motel and cabin units. Um, so we move them out when we're ready to renovate more. We'll do bang out five, six, seven more uh, and streamline the process. And it's so nice now that we're closed that we can just order materials, have them here. So when we move people out, we've already done renovations just like this, the exact same type of units. And we can get in there and bang out the, the flip, if you will, in two to three weeks and have things listed and move on to the next set. Uh, what we're doing specifically is some of the units, um, we are redoing the bathrooms with a porcelain tile. We've got new fancy shower heads coming in, um, pebble flooring in the bathroom. Obviously, you're going to have a shower insert with a little pebble backsplash in there. Got to put your fancy soaps and shampoos somewhere. Um, we've got new vanity tops because some of these units, oddly enough, had industrial size kitchen sinks. Um, on the bathroom vanity because they didn't have a sink in the kitchen nor a cooktop or yeah basically there were there were not real kitchens in there there was no stove there was no dishwasher there was really no anything it was kind of just counters um not yeah like like cheap countertops some um cabinets and like a large industrial sink like like mostly separated from the cabinets anyway which is very wild honestly <laughs> yeah and it, i don't want to like knock them too hard but like they looked decent and they did what they needed to do um they're probably like the cheapest fine finishes that you can get on a, a low budget um kitchenette but they were just basic cabinets with the cheapest countertop on it that looked clean enough and served the purpose of you have a cabinet and you have a counter definitely um, got the job done for sure so we go in we get new sets of cabinets paint them up to a, a more aesthetic color throw on some gold hardware, drop the butcher blocks on, drop the matte black sinks in that we cut out of the butcher block. Uh, we put a little stovetop in the countertop. So now you, the tenants can cook, guests rather, guests. We don't, we don't do tenants um, unless we have to. We are guest people. Um, but yeah, we've got floating shelves going above the butcher block, brand new kitchenette set up. Um, bathrooms, like I said, uh, they had industrial size sinks and that was the only sink. So now we have a kit, uh, sink in the kitchen let that sink in. You have a sink <laughs> in the kitchen. Um, but we're replacing the old industrial kitchen sink with just a live edge wood top and then a vessel bowl sink, which you guys will check it out on my Instagram over the next week. Um, they just look super cool. And the red, the red of the bowls kind of match the red streaks in the natural stone um, in the porcelain tile and the red in the pebbles of the shower floor. Uh, it's very cohesive. Um, doing new mirrors, a couple new light fixtures. Uh, this whole place is going to be done to the nines in the bathroom, the kitchenette. Now, the showstopper, one of my favorite parts of finding houses in the Poconos is tongue and groove. Um, I am a sucker for tongue and groove. That is the like the wood accent walls, for those of you guys not as familiar. It is um, the wood accent walls in the Poconos. Yeah, like I know some people are familiar with shiplap, which looks nice. It's really cool. Um, tongue and groove is like the fancy man's version of that. Um, because it's a little bit thinner 
um, and it snaps together and the cuts like that's what makes you feel like you're in a cabin so we're taking these cabins that had drywall and a boring paint color and now we're staining tongue and groove wood accent walls and ceilings in our motel units here it's going to look so awesome. I, I really can't wait for you guys to check out our Instagrams and, and really see it all come together. And eventually when we're done, just see the final product. And, and you can see like the before and after pictures. I'm sure we're going to post a lot of them. Um, it's it's go going to be actually like super cool. Like I'm, I'm so excited. Um, to even see like it, it throughout the whole process has been like so far really fun. Um, interesting for me to even hop in and start to do some stuff myself. Yeah, yeah. I would go as far as saying like if you wanted to put a value on it, maybe before you would pay eight to nine hundred dollars a month just because it was maybe your only option. You wanted to stay cheap, but after you're gonna pay twelve to thirteen hundred dollars a month to live in this unit because you really want to and it's super sick um, and has everything you need. It definitely warrants don't the the raise um, because you're getting like a, re a really honestly a real kitchen um, as well as just you know tongue and groove, um, nice painted new stuff. Um, you're pretty much getting everything new. Even the light fixtures. We haven't even touched on that. The light fixtures are absolutely incredible. We put new light fixtures in each unit, and then instantly right away you notice how much brighter and how much nicer it is in that unit just from light fixtures alone. It's it's crazy. Yeah, the light fixtures were super old, maybe like 10, 15 years old. They were like a very dim, like circular, one circular light. Um, and now we have, I don't want to call it chandelier style, but it's a brush gold with long arms and nice bulbs that light up the entire room. Um, that really just changed the entire feel and wait till you guys see some pictures of this tongue and groove because I have one right now that shows the old popcorn ceiling right next to the the new tongue and groove and boys at night and day <laughs> absolutely yeah there's there's a whole complete change and in, in really just a feel as soon as you walk in there it, it just feels so much better and it feels more like a, a cabin than just like a, a motel even though like the outside didn't change at all and the inside is just so much better now oh we're gonna be able to get money shots from anywhere um, we've already got a lot of furniture in. We are pretty much set up and ready to go on our red cabins. Um, you guys will see those go up over the next week or so live on Airbnb. Time for the moment of truth. How much money can these things make? Um, let's check it out. I'm so excited to have guests here with us. Uh, that part's going to be really fun too. Um, let's tell some Luke stories, Mike. So Luke is our, our killer contractor, 6'6", six, six, lives right <laughs> next to the resort. Guy can do anything, cannot be stopped. Um, my favorite Luke story of today was... When I found out that the tongue and groove on the eight foot ceiling, um, he did not use a ladder. He just, <laughs> with one hand, has an eight foot long board, reaches up, extends his arm, and then the other hand, staple gun, nail gun. Boom, 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 boom. Just gets it up there. Uh, my favorite Luke story is him and his friend came today, and they they saw me drinking a bang, and they looked at me and they said, "Oh, do you have do you have more of those?" And I said, "Oh." Absolutely, I have more of those. I have about 178 more in the office. I will go get you some. Went over there, grabbed two bangs out of the fridge, got it back to them, and they thanked me. <laughs> <laughs> and they're polite. So oh, not yeah. <laughs> only can they do everything, these guys are polite. Oh, they were awesome. Yeah, yeah. They, and they got it done much fa much faster after the bang hit them. Um, I, I saw them speed up real fast, and it was uh, it was great for everybody. Oh, yeah, that's actually a good one. Um, I didn't – like. Luke really does have it all. Now, my other favorite Luke story is I needed someone to encase a propane tank because an HOA was being really picky with um, how you do it uh, and what you cover your propane tank in. If you can see it from the road, they're going to find you. So I'm freaking out. I've got Barb and Wendy from the club calling me saying, uh, this is going to be a problem. You're going to get a fine. So boy Luke is over there. He's like, hey, like this propane tank um, – when are you gonna are you gonna be here like i need uh, i have a couple questions and i was like i i might be there in like 15 to 30 minutes like i'm on my way over 
I pull up 15 minutes later and I notice the propane tank is not there anymore. And I was like, oh no, I have no clue what this guy did. So I, I take a little lap around the house and I realize this guy picks up this seven foot tall, super round propane tank. 150 gallon propane tank. They're not small. They're very heavy. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's what you're imagining. And I just see it in a new spot. I'm like, Luke, like, how did you get that over there? He was like, oh, I just I picked it up and I put it over here. Um, I thought you were going to take longer. I would have just waited for you for help, but I got it now. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I and after after JD told me the story, I went outside and I I looked at the propane tank and I went, that looks really big. So I went over and I tried to pick it up and I was like, oh no, you don't just I don't know how this guy, Luke basically this that's the answer to all, all the things. It's it's Luke. Luke is I don't know, <laughs> built different honestly. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. Yeah, so if, if you guys ever need anything, um, I would say call Luke, but he's mine. Yep. So call me and I'll tell you if he's free or not. Uh, and we can go from there. Just know the legend of Luke will live on. Um, <laughs> okay, um, let's get into a little bit. Um, what is our, our plan to draw some people into the, the 4300? What do we want to do um, outside of the renovations things? Like that? What do we want to do to the property itself um, that we have budgeted for, that we want to do right away? How are we going to get people here? Yeah, so there, there are a couple really cool ideas um, that we, we have the money for right now um, before we expand into some crazier stuff. So... To start, we'll start with a basic one. Um, we've got four fire pits, fire motel units that are already dug up. We're gonna throw some gravel in there, throw some Adirondack chairs in, really nice fire pit frames, um, and just have a place because some of these units can, can sleep four people. We're gonna have several fire pits set up to have four people there at one time. Um, people could, could mingle. Um, you could have two and two come hang out, uh, but we really wanted a nice place in what was otherwise an unused space to mingle by the fire. Yeah, it was just super cheap and, and really less than, I think, even three to four K all in to do all four plus the labor and everything involved. Um, it really just takes a boring space. It was, it was regularly just a lawn and it makes it something super interesting where people, like you said, can come, get co-mingle, um, you know, listen to some tunes, you know, in the Poconos, um, roast some marshmallows on the fire and really just have a great time. And our plan even with that is to maybe even add a movie screen out, out by there. So maybe we can have like, um, I don't know, Fridays or, or, you know, on the weekends, we can throw a little fire out there and have you know, people sit by the fire and watch a movie. Yeah, and I know a really good movie about bear attacks that people could watch. <laughs> um, I'm not going to spoil it, but uh, yeah, hiking in the backwoods movies with, with some bears. I think that, that would be a good one to throw up on the screen if we uh, end up getting that screen up on those trees. <laughs> Maybe put a little Smokey the Bear up there too. I don't know. I don't know. If you want to get crazy. Um, but otherwise, we, we want to do some really cool stuff, um, such as like barrel tubs in the woods, um, just kind of like hot tubs. Um, do you want to explain a little bit more about that? Yeah, so this is a concept that I want to test out first because logistically it wouldn't be that hard, not the easiest, not the end of the world. We have really good electrical and uh, water set up here. The, the sellers did a really good job of keeping the property up to snuff um, and having a lot of good features ready to go. But... The wood-burning fire tubs, the way that these work is you don't actually need to hook the hot tub up to anything. It's just a, a barrel, a very Instagram-esque barrel that heats up via firewood. So you put the firewood under the tub. There's a little chimney that sticks out on one side of the tub, and that heats the tub up. So we're going to throw some string lights in the woods. We're going to throw a tub up. We're going to offer this tub with one of our units um, and then see how much that increases the nightly rate. We're guessing it's going to be a lot. These tubs aren't much. They're like four or $5,000. Um, and we just make it really easy to just 
sneak into the woods, have the really cool lighting, be out in the trees, use the tub. I mean, for four or five thousand dollars, if we can just get like in my mind, that makes the stay go from like one hundred and fifty dollars a night to like two fifty, three hundred. People come up for the weekend, they'll pay a little more to have that wood burning tub experience and get that Instagram picture. Now, even if it only increases the the per night stay by like twenty bucks, if you can get twenty bucks by say twenty nights uh, a month, that's four hundred bucks a month. That's five thousand dollars a year on a five thousand dollar purchase. I mean. 100% cash on cash doesn't doesn't sound bad to me. That's absolutely awesome. And I, I think, I mean, you can totally blow, um, you know, that. You, 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 I don't think there should be any problem getting at least $20. Um, way more than that, I think. But at least $20. There should be no problem. You can blow that out of the water. Of yeah, the tub. so if $20, $20 is 100% ROI, um, 50 or 100 bucks is going to be just outrageous. So we'll test that idea. We'll let you guys know how it goes. We'll see if it backfires. Um, I'm not always right. I... <laughs> I'm where I am today because usually I'm right, but every now and then I get bit. So we'll see if this is one of my crazy ideas that doesn't go as well. Um, we'll test it, and then if it works, we can put some more money into it. If it doesn't, then that's on me, and I'll eat that. <laughs> That'd be super awesome. So that's that, that's going to be just for one of the units. But for all of the units, there's going to be a really interesting thing, which we've all been hoping and dreaming for since the beginning of this project. It's been like really the key thing we want to do is a pickleball court. We're actually doing two of them. We're doing two pickleball courts, apparently. Yeah, so where the old pool was filled in, they, uh, they eventually turned into a tennis court. Um, but now we've already got the paving, so we just need to get like a fresh, fresh pave, some acrylic paint, get some pickleball up there. Um, pickleball is like a very trendy, cool thing to do. I actually used to play it um, back when I was in college with with some people, um, and anyone can play. There were fifty uh, year old guys out there kicking my butt so um there were also like eight-year-old kids uh playing really well like it's something that anyone can do it's a lot easier than tennis to pick up um mike and i play tennis sometimes uh, sometimes it goes uh, it goes it goes all right sometimes. it's not as easy to pick up it's no not as easy i and i i've never played pickleball honestly um i haven't really seen it i don't really know much about it but apparently it's a big thing um especially in the poconos i've heard it's a big thing they have like leagues and, and tournaments here and stuff like that Oh man, dude, there was a there was an HOA who was like shutting down building anything and then they spent like so much money on trying to build this pickleball facility. Uh, they just went and spent all this money and did like improvement fees or whatever and they built it like just over a property line and the other people like the township owned the property line and the township told them they couldn't build it and the township just made them take it all down. They're like, <laughs> "Yeah, you're screwed. You're not having pickleball." But anyway, people will go to long lengths spend a lot of money to get pickleball going and people travel from all over to play pickleball so you guys want to catch a game maybe a little game of doubles uh mike and i'll take you guys on any day of the week i got five on it <laughs> i love it um also inside our main house where the 11 units are there is an old kitchen that used to serve the resort um we are thinking about and definitely going to clean out that area maybe fire in the kitchen back up maybe bring out a food truck but either way, we can build a nice big deck off of the main house, and this is something we have budgeted for, um, and just have seating right out near the pickleball so you guys can come watch as Mike and I kick some pickleball butt and enjoy a delicious meal while you do it. That would be super awesome. I didn't really know about um, this little thing, but that's crazy, honestly. It's super cool. Um, and since we're even talking about sort of like some really cool things, what about some other futuristic ideas that we want to do that we haven't even budgeted for, or even planned on, but it's just something that we might look into in the future to, you know, increase revenues and then just make it just a, a more of a resort like it's supposed to be. 
Yeah, yeah. And I want to start with a disclaimer that none of our renovation plans include these right now. These are things that maybe I'll spend a little money on to test. And if it works, then um, we'll serve our investors with a really good cash on cash decision um, and do more of it. Um, if they don't work, then I'll just eat the cost and we'll run from there. Um, you guys can use me as a guinea pig. But what we're going to do here, one of my favorite ideas on what we can do is put some dome houses, um, individual units, uh, kind of igloo looking things. Some people call them globes, um, but essentially they, they're open to the sky. You can see the stars. Um, they can have, they have heaters in them. The only thing we'd have to figure out is getting bathrooms. So maybe we throw a shower house up with some communal bathrooms and we have seven acres of land to play with. Perfect place to put the wood burning hot tubs next to. Um, so we can throw some domes up over there. Uh, I think those would be really unique and experience and they're very cheap to do. So the, the cash on cash would be a huge value mm -hmm. add there. Um, I also am in talks with the treehouse company. Uh, I found this guy online just before this project even started, uh, I own some other land in the Poconos that's also resort zoned um, that I picked up at a tax auction. And I was playing around the idea with some tree houses, but then I got really busy with this. Anyway, there's this guy online who was doing some other W2 job, um, was also doing carpentry on the side, started building like tree houses here and there and realized, screw it, I'm gonna be the tree house builder guy. Um, and now has a website that basically has his bio saying, I love to build tree houses. Here are the tree houses I built. If you want to build one, I love it. Contact me. And I hit him up. I was like, dude, I want to build some cool tree houses. Like, what do you got? They have like all these DIY models and with all the cool contractors that like to go fast out here, I don't mind throwing them some building plans and seeing if these guys can whip something up. I do still have to check with uh, Barrett Township um, and ask them like what the story would be with this uh, and getting these done. Um, I did find out when we were in the Healing Springs purchase that typically the way that these things work is if you don't have electric hookup to them, they're not technically living units, which would also mean if it's not a living unit, the bigger issue, we have electric, but the bigger issue would be having to put a septic system in, which gets costly and it's just a pain and that's when the township gets super involved. So I was thinking maybe I can get these tree houses up in the township if you're listening, earmuffs. Maybe I could get a treehouse up, see how it's doing without the septic or the electric, and we could be good to go. Um, so we'll find out. I'll probably ask them because I don't <laughs> like breaking rules. Uh, I like to do things by the book. But um, the treehouses could be a really cool idea in our seven acres of woodland. I mean, imagine having a treehouse with a barrel hot tub underneath, um, staying in the woods in the Poconos, and then next day you wake up, you go zip lining. <laughs> That would be super awesome. I can just imagine, like, you get to the resort, you park up, you go to the main office um, if you need help checking in or whatever, um, and then you start to walk through the woods, and then there's just, like, a trail lit with, like, string lights um, and different, like, you know, things on the trees hanging down, stuff like that, and then you just see this this whole area of these little dome houses and then tree houses, and it's just going to be absolutely matter, especially if it's snowing. If it's snowing outside and there's snow on the ground, it's going to be, like, a winter wonderland. You're walking to, like, a little village of, of tree houses and little... Don't, it's it's going to be super magical. <laughs> I'm so excited for, for if that happens, um, which I'm going to make sure it happens at some point. That would be um, super cool. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so that's that's one of our biggest ideas. We have thrown around the idea of axe throwing. Um, looking into the space, I think that would be another Barrett Township permit thing. So honestly, at this point, like that's cool. But we have so many other cool things. A lot of renovations going on. 
And these are definitely ideas we'll play with after the Airbnb listings are up, running, performing well. We're on site here. Um, we're going to be here to help guests. There's no way we don't get five stars here at Elements and all season Poconos Resort. That is a plan. What's our goal for, for an amount of five-star reservations at the 43 unit by the end of 2023? Let me do some quick math for you. So we'll have 28 short-term listings online. Let's say each listing has six a month. We'll estimate that to be about 150 reservations a month. 40% of people make reservations. That puts us at 60 reservations a month with a review times 12 months, 700 five-star reviews because we're getting none that are not five stars and we're going to get more people to leave reviews than ever so put it at a thousand five-star reviews at elements resort next year i'm in let's hit that number um that would be super amazing if we hit that number um but i know we will because we're great um every you know reservation is going to be perfect you're gonna have somebody calls you make sure you're you're checked in right and everything's gonna be great you're gonna have somebody to go to if you need help with anything and yeah i'm just super excited for how it's gonna turn out I can't wait. If you guys want to check it out, follow us on Instagram at Stay Elements, at Live Free with JD, at Live Free with Mikey, and if you want to check out our contractor here, um, at Live Free with Gunner, um, he's he's doing some extra work for us on the side, and he's he's been great. He's doing the board and bat and all that fun stuff. And if you want to get in touch with Luke, the guy who does it all, you can reach out at Live Free with JD, and I will tell you he's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks guys. If you guys want to come check out the resort, see what the project is, get a first-hand feel for it, um, we will be here. You are welcome to stop by. Just hit me up on Instagram or text me if you have my number, and we can set up a data tour and check out what's going on here at Elements. Yeah, stop by, guys. It's super amazing here. Um, check out how the renovations are going, and yeah. Um, that's pretty much all we got for you guys. Um, we ask that if you do enjoy the episodes, um, all the ones we do, we ask you to leave us a review. Um, so it lets us know that you want us to keep making these episodes for you and giving you some information that, that might help you. Um, but yeah, but thanks for listening, guys. And that's pretty much it for us. So uh, live free. Live free.